Welcome to Recruity Radio, the podcast for talent acquisition aficionados, HR lovers, and recruitment professionals out there looking to get inspired and challenge traditional approaches to hiring. Here, we'll discuss the ins and outs of the recruitment process, engage fresh talent, manage tough internal hiring dilemmas, and of course, look at the future of talent acquisition. I'm your host, Sim Samra from Recruity. I'll be quizzing the experts, asking the burning questions, and of course, bringing you great guests each episode. By the end of every episode, we'll offer a few hypotheticals and of course, tips to take back to your team and workplace. Welcome to our podcast. Today, I'm joined by Adisa Van Velsen, who is the Manager of Candidate Experience at Netflix EMEA. And today we'll be discussing what Netflix does to ensure a top-notch candidate experience. Before we dive in, Adisa, can you give us a brief introduction about yourself and the work you've been doing at Netflix? Yes, thank you. So yeah, I'm Adisa, I'm a manager of talent coordinators. I'm five years at Netflix, part of the talent acquisition team in EMEA. Uh, We're based in Amsterdam and I'm now focused on managing the talent coordination team and we're spread over London and Amsterdam. Good stuff. Uh, Now you've mentioned uh, you're growing. So you've managed to make over 320 hires in a relatively difficult year with the ongoing health crisis. So tell me, what is Netflix doing right to create a positive candidate experience, which I presume has been predominantly online? I think we understood from the get-go that virtual interviewing is not just a virtual version of an in-person interview, and we were going to have to make adjustments. We had to be empathetic to people's differing home scenarios, whether it's having children or pets or other distractions in the background or maybe having limited time to be able to speak because their partner is sharing the same office. Once we moved to virtual interviewing, we had to change candidate experience. We had to change our approach. So we offered more breaks. We tried to offer preparation meetings that we usually didn't do when we had on-site interviewing. So is there like a, a greater emphasis on people's mental health and well-being as well? Um, yeah, so we were trying to make sure that they felt comfortable and uh, the talent coordinators were focusing on making them feel at ease, test uh, the tech situation. And since normally organically in person, you're asking questions around interview process, it no longer came up as part of organic conversation while we were virtual. So we had to make sure that we had time before their actual interview so that they could settle and uh, feel at ease and ask those questions. Just while we're on this topic, I was curious, I ask all the recruiters I speak to about this, but do you ever provide your candidates ahead of interviewing them? Do you provide them with resources to help them prepare for their video interviews or give them any sort of information up front so that they're prepared for what they're about to go into? Yes. A large part of our candidate experience is enabling the candidate to feel fully prepared before their meetings, as well as the usual Netflix-specific resources about our culture. We also share a link to our virtual meeting website, which is a site solely dedicated to providing guidance around how to successfully navigate VC meetings. We also offer to test the tools and the connection, of course, in advance so that they feel confident and that they won't run into any technical issues. 
Since moving towards remote work, what has been some of your biggest challenges and learnings uh, around the candidate experience? Yeah, on top of COVID, uh, there's also other challenges and difficulties at a local level among different countries. Um, Mm -hmm. We had to be super mindful of the current situations in the different regions so we could be supportive and being proactive and reschedule their interviews to show that we're not only empathetic around COVID, but also around issues close to home. For example, uh, Black Lives Matter last year. The challenge for us is mostly to keep track of all those uh, nuances, but uh, I think we've we've been able to do a good job, yeah, making sure what's happening in the countries in where we interview with candidates. And am I correct in saying that your candidate talent pool is global, so you are hiring from anywhere in the world at the moment? Yes, we hire from everywhere in the world. We have more offices in EMEA specifically, so it's it's becoming more local interviewing this year. But definitely, for example, in London and Amsterdam, we have our biggest Europe and EMEA hub, and there's still uh, roles and functions that will need to work from Amsterdam or London. So could be that we have to relocate people from Africa, for example. Okay. Well, now more than ever, uh, candidates want to feel valued and heard as they feel the anxieties and challenges of the constantly changing coronavirus situation. Do you communicate with candidates about what the hiring process will look like? And if yes, how are you doing this effectively? Netflix favors people over process. And this is the same for hiring. Mm -hmm. So though we want to help manage candidate experience, Every person's interview process is tailored to their specific experience, and it can change as they move through each round, depending on the feedback that they receive. Mm -hmm. We may give uh, guidance as to how a typical interview uh, journey would look like. So that would start with a call with a hiring manager, a second round with a panel of interviewers, maybe a final round. But as with all the Netflix workflows, It can always change, it's flexible, and it's difficult to give a definitive timeline. I think what I'm trying to get at is uh, how are you communicating timelines and the the actual application process to candidates? Is it like a standard email that you're sending out? Do you actually phone them? Um, Like, What is the communication method uh, you use to ensure uh, transparency and that candidates are always kept in the loop? I have to admit that once you've applied and you have been in touch with us, we are able to stay in touch all the time and try to communicate as much about timelines and expectations. I would say that when you apply and you're going into our pool of candidates, we don't really communicate how long it would take uh, when we answer, but there is this standardized email when you apply for Rod Netflix. Mm-hmm. But definitely, once you are in touch with us, once we have spoken to you or responded to your application, yeah, we try to be as transparent as we can be. Yeah, I'm just thinking like you've made 320 hires in a single year. I can only imagine the number of uh, CVs that you're getting per month, you know. (laughs) That's a lot lot to, to have to communicate back to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what does your virtual onboarding experience look like and how do you ensure it runs as smoothly as possible so that new hires are set up to work remotely? I've hired two uh, people in the team virtually. 
definitely in in the first hire virtually was a huge learning. Mm -hmm. um, I think we had to shift all the in-person training sessions, all the the informal coffee meetings to get to know each other. All were virtual. We're trying to mirror the on-site experience. And uh, what is maybe new from virtual onboarding is that we give every new hire a new hire buddy. So that basically is your inside friend in Netflix that will help you through onboarding is always there for questions. And as a sounding board, of course, they work with their managers specifically on my situation. When I hire two people, I try to stay connected with them on a daily basis. Yeah. When they start, we ask for their needs in terms of what they prefer in their homework office. So maybe we, we had to provide a chair or, or a nice big screen that they can work more effectively on. Uh, of course, the tech setup. Yeah, we try to really answer all the needs of this candidate. Yeah, I think uh, when, I, when I've been speaking to recruiters, this has been one of the biggest learnings is um, actually onboarding people and making sure that they feel connected to uh, their team members, especially, you know, if they're new. And um, I think having a buddy system is a nice way to sort of bring all the new hires into your team and make them feel welcome. And um, yeah, I think this is one of many challenges companies are now facing. The other thing I wanted to touch upon was company culture, because you briefly mentioned it at the beginning of our conversation. And I wanted to get a glimpse of how you're able to capture your company culture now in a remote setup. Is there something that you can showcase to candidates to really show off your company culture? Or how do you do it effectively now? The culture has always been the forefront of our hiring processes. We really wanted to make sure that's the same during remote working times. So we share our culture member ahead. Uh, we also encourage all candidates to think about which values resonate to them and how they can complement their working style to that. You know, there's some companies um, I've been speaking to who create playbooks that showcase their company cultures and others uh, have started creating videos to give candidates an idea of what it's like to work for them. Do you run weekly team sessions, uh, events and things like that to keep teams feel closely connected to one another? Do you do anything that it really showcases a fun side to being there? Any sort of creative tactics you employ? Um, yeah, actually. So it's not really for the candidate specific, but definitely uh, in our teams, we now create time and space to have more informal meetings and uh, more people connect sessions yeah well so it can be that we do uh, a quiz or we build a quiz together and ask questions about each other we're also focusing a lot on inclusion and diversity so we're doing inclusion and diversity activities and trainings um, and definitely we try to bring back that more natural and uh, informal element of working remote it's interesting you you bring up diversity and inclusion because this is something that's been on my mind um, lately. And I've been wondering how, with the remote setup, how companies are keeping diversity and inclusion in mind because you now have this, well, you've always had a global talent pool. So I'm wondering, is there anything you're doing to, to keep DNI at, at the top of your mind with your hiring process, even though we're now remote? That's one of our North Stars. We really want to be inclusive and diverse company. Mm -hmm. When we're hiring 
we definitely focus on having that inclusion and diversity lens on. One of the initiatives we're doing as hiring managers, for example, we actually write our hiring commitments where we uh, make sure we we source as broad as we can. Yeah. And um, we make sure that we find candidates that are additive to our current teams, for example, to really diversify our teams the most. Because of COVID, maybe uh, we had to change our team model, which basically means that uh, we were more focused on the functions that we support within Netflix. And we're actually changing more to be country specific and more country expertise so that my team is super up to date what's happening in the different countries that we work with and they will create their country acumen around that. Oh, sounds like you're um, becoming hyper-localized in all the countries. That's nice. Do you offer constructive feedback to candidates that you don't hire? So the volume of applications that we receive is unfortunately so high that we can't really offer feedback to everyone that applies. Mm -hmm. But we do offer constructive feedback to any candidate was actually interviewed with us in the hope that they can apply that advice in their ongoing job search. Nice. And once you've extended an offer, is there anything you do in particular time to make new hires feel welcomed, whether virtually or in person? Yeah, so what we've actually been seeing that if the hire was local, we really tried to set them up for informal coffee meets with their hiring managers, usually it was individual, of course, so that they can have a welcome chat. Um, we also connect them with other new hires, maybe already before they actually started, so that they can just build that smaller community and uh, share experiences and feel uh, supported. Nice. Well, we're almost running out of time, Adisa. So I do want to ask you, if you have any lasting words for our listeners. We always aim to have a, a personalized experience and we do that by really understanding what someone's personal situation looks like. And also in the end, uh, people, candidates ask us pretty often, how can I prepare myself? And the biggest or the most common answer we, we say is come as yourself, come as who you are and be open to just experience what working at Netflix means. Sounds good. I want to thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. Thank you, Adisa. Thank you. Thanks again for joining us on Recruity Radio. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And of course, if you did, please leave us a comment and feel free to share the podcast on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, or wherever you're most active. We'll see you in the next one.